0: Powerful time of worship. Well, again, welcome if you are just joining us. Uh, so blessed and honored that you would join us today. Again, um we have a special guest today as I was down with uh, my family this weekend in a softball tournament. I didn't know if I was going to make it back in one piece, so I, I wisely asked somebody to uh, take over for me. And uh, Mr. Corey was gracious, and um, he's going to come up here today and, and share uh, a wonderful message about rest. And so, Corey, come on up and bring the fire, my friend.
1: Well, I don't know if there's going to be much fire. But... Come on. Well, no, <laughs> not
0: today. He, he is very much known in our E-squared world as bringing the fire. So um, if you if you don't know, um, that, will, we're going to introduce that to you in a few weeks here. So Mr. Corey will be famous after that.
1: Yes. We do object lessons, and I like having fire involved somehow. So <laughs> I'm used to having entrance music when I come up here and like running up like a professional wrestler and kind of weird just walking up. Uh, cherry? Oh, man. Should I do a slow-motion jog on the way up, too? <laughs> All right. Um, so, like Pastor Luke said, I don't know, it was a few weeks ago, he asked me if I'd share the message this week, and I said, sure. And then uh Saturday, some things popped up in the family. We ended up at the emergency room with one of the kids having breathing difficulties, which brought on a COVID test, and I was like, oh, great. Um, thankfully, they have an hour test that takes an hour to get the results back someone told me it's actually 13 minutes from the time the lab gets it till they have the results but uh um thankfully that was negative so um but uh so then luke was like well if you want you know if you don't want to give the message because you got a lot of stuff going on with the family he goes i can do it and i said no i'll i'll still do it um so i didn't actually get going on this until probably wednesday or thursday But God's been putting something on my heart lately And that's that we all need just to slow down Um, You know, COVID kind of forced us to slow down Because suddenly everything was gone You know, I'm a homebody I get home from work I don't really want to go out and do anything I just want to stay home But then suddenly we're forced to stay home And even a homebody's like Well, I want to be able to go somewhere Even if I don't go somewhere Um, But it seems like now we're just too busy, especially with kids. We have PTA meetings. We have fundraisers. We have sports. We have, you know, in my case, I have leadership meetings at church. We clean the school every night. Um, you know, volunteering here, volunteering there, doing this. Got to run this person here. Got to do this. Got to do this. Got to do this. Do this. Um, I'm not saying any, any of those things are bad. It's just that we take on too much. Um going back to, I'm, this is gonna be short. I'm starting in Genesis, and I'm at, and I'm ending at Gethsemane, so, you know, there's not too much to cover in there. But, when we were created, God gave us two tasks. Be a gardener, and just leave that tree alone. Now, we couldn't do one of them. You know, we failed right away. But, so, you know, suddenly we have all this stuff going on. All this stuff. We go down to visit my dad and we'll stop in Wadena and I'll see an Amish buggy going down the highway and I sit and I think to myself sometimes, I'm like, that wouldn't be an easy life, but it'd be a lot slower. be a lot more time just to sit and be with God. Um, I've never asked if they're taking applications or anything, but just sometimes it seems like they have some stuff figured out. Um, but being way busy has some negative side effects. First one um, is it affects our relationships with others. Um, we don't have time to actually sit and get to know people, to listen, to figure out what their problems are, to know what what to pray about with them. Um, we're just so busy even, you know, being the Minnesota nice that we never want to di- dive into the dirt and get to learn, get to know people um, and get to... You know, understand them, so we can really minister to them. Um, Luke ten thirty eight through forty two, Mary and Martha says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him, and she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord. Don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself tell her to help me Martha Martha the Lord answered you are worried and upset about many things But few things are needed or indeed only one Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her So Mary just stopped Took time with the Lord Yes, all the stuff had to be done but that's not what was really important. What was important, you know, especially when Jesus is face-to-face with you, is just being with them, just listening, just talking, just interacting. Um, and it's that way with people, too. Sometimes we get so caught up in doing things that we don't just be there with people. Um, another effect it can have is it can affect our relationship with ourselves. Now, those of you who are here when I shared my testimony, I used to be a fall-down, pass-out drunk. Um, I did do AA. I got sober, but I was miserable. But one of the things in AA and Celebrate Recovery is the fourth step and the fifth step, which is taking a moral inventory of ourselves, which is step four, going through all of our stuff, um, which isn't fun. The fifth step is sharing it with somebody else and with God. Now, even if you're not an addict, that is something we should be doing all the time. We last was the last two weeks ago when we did communion. Um, you know, we kind of sat and reflected before we did communion and, and given our stuff up to God. Well, when we get too busy, we don't do that. We don't have time to do that. And these little things can come back in and start weeding their way back into our life. Um, one of the things I struggle with sometimes is depression. If I'm not aware of it, that can just slowly take over. I can slowly lose interest in stuff that used to interest me. Um, I you know I can start closing off and if I let that take over it's probably going to lead back to me being on the bottle again um, so it's important to have time to sit and focus on ourselves you know God says if we give things to him in prayer I'll take it away um, and if we confess stuff to God to the Lord we're forgiven so you know Getting too busy, um, allow, or does not allow us to do that. And the last thing it can do is it can affect our relationship with God. Now, I had this when I, I told someone one time I wasn't I wasn't feeling God. I wasn't, you know, I couldn't. It was kind of like I, I missed when it was new and God was right there with me. It felt like. And he told me that he goes. You know, and I'm going to change the radio station because I'm not in the cities now. But he goes, you know. KTRF is coming through this building right now. It's there. goes, can't hear it because we don't have the right equipment. You know, we don't have a radio. And it's not tuned right. And we can get that way with our relationship with God. We can kind of get off tune or not turn our equipment on that to hear God and to feel God. <clears throat> um, and actually, Jesus kind of had a bunch of examples where Jesus, in the middle of his ministry, he got away. Um... The first thing when Jesus was an adult that we hear about is him going into the desert for 40 days. He was tempted, but he was getting closer with the Father. Um, and Mark points out a bunch of them where Jesus is like, "I gotta go. It's getting overwhelming, it's getting too much, right? Imagine you're Jesus. You're healing people of everything. Oh, you have cancer? Boom, It's gone. Oh, we'll use COVID. You have COVID? Boom, it's gone. Leprosy, Yeah, no problem. Um, could you imagine the crowds? If you heard, you know, someone was in New New Folden's not that way. Someone was in New Folden and they were healing people of stuff, you'd be in the car going. The crowds would be huge. Um But there's time after time, Mark one thirty five. It says very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, he left the house, and he went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Uh Luke five, fifteen. Despite Jesus' plea that his miracles be kept secret, the news about him spread all the more, so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Uh, Mark, again, 6, 32. Because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, Jesus said to his disciples, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away themselves in a boat to a solitary place. And then one of the last times was in Mark 14, 32. Now, this is right before Jesus was crucified. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. Um, So Jesus, when things were going rough, he got away. He got out. He took some time, just said, wait a minute, I'm overloaded. Now, keep in mind, this is God who came as a man. I'm overloaded. I need to just boogie out. I'll be back in a few. Um, there's lots of examples of that, of Jesus just like, hey, I'm done. Just for a little bit, I'm done. And I know we don't do it, but I think that's part of the reason that they have sabbaticals for pastors is because you get burnt out. Um, and I think we all get burnt out. Now, There's another one where Elijah was on the run and he's trying to find God's voice. And, you know, it said, the earthquake came. God wasn't in the earthquake. The fires came, but God wasn't in the fire. God was in the gentle whisper, in the slight breeze. And if we get too busy, we can't hear that. We need to just stop and reset sometimes. And it gets hard. I mean, I'm up way early, go to work, I get home from work, kids want to go to the park, we got to get supper, get done with that, you know, as far as I know, right now, school is starting, so we're going to have all kinds of events, all kinds of stuff going on, (laughs) all the moms rejoice, well, I guess if you have secondary kids, it's kind of a two-fifths rejoice, but um, because they're going to kind of do a hybrid thing, I think, in the secondary schools, Um, but you know, all those events are going to start again. I don't know if we're going to have school suppers, but we're going to have to clean. In fact, we're going to have to clean a little deeper than we were. Um, and it's going to be back to crazy. You know, we went, in March, we went from crazy to nothing. And a lot of us found other distractions, other theme, things to keep them busy. I don't have my phone in my pocket, but we got a pocket full of distractions. Some good, some not good. But even those good distractions, if we have too many, can become bad. Now, how do we get so busy? I know up here in Minnesota, nice, northern Minnesota, we don't like saying no to people. It's just not a very nice thing to do. What are they going to think of me? I'll say yes, and then I'll sit here and I'll internalize it, and I'll get mad. But we have a problem saying no, whatever it is. I mean, it could be something good. Um, You know, someone could ask you to help out at the food shelf. Well, I've already got this going on that night, I've already got this going on that night, all right. So if I go to the food shelf first, I can be there for 35 minutes and I have to run over here and I can be there for 40 minutes and I have to come over here, be there for this amount of time. And even though, you know, helping out at the food shelf is a good thing or the Humane Society or whatever it is, sometimes we just don't have the time to do it. Um, um, but we gotta learn that saying no isn't bad. Saying no can be saying yes to something else. Um, It can open a door that God wants us to open when we say no to something. Um, It can also close a door that maybe we shouldn't have been opened in the first place. Um, Another thing we have to learn, there's nothing wrong with thinking about it. You don't have to say yes or no right away. It can be an I'll get back to you. Um, you know, and if you're married like me, check with your spouse, see what's going on. Cause I'm sure Nicole tells me three or four times that we have something going on Thursday night and I don't hear it. And then Thursday night comes along and she's like, well, we got this going on. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? I'm sure. I'm sure I'm the only one. None of you other guys are like that, but I'm sure it's just me, just me. Um, but thinking about it can also lead to clarity. It can lead to prioritizing our stuff. All right, I get four people asking me to do something. Which way should I go about this? Which one will either A help my relationship with God or B help someone else's relationship with God? because that's what it all does come down to. Um, and then the other thing we have to remember is that our, our identity in Christ is not necessarily what we do for Christ. It's not the works. That we do for Christ. Going back to Martha and Mary. Martha was doing all this stuff for Jesus. Jesus is here. We got to hang the balloons. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do this. Yes, I am working for Christ. Mary just sat there. Jesus said, hey, Mary's doing a better thing. It's not necessarily what we do for Christ that leads to our identity in Christ. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, We can also know that um, sometimes, you know, in the crazy world, God wants relationship. And that's what slowing down is really about is our relationship with God. It gives us time to focus on God, to focus on what he wants us to do, and to make decisions that will do, um, that will lead us in that direction. Um, So I guess that's, about all I have. So, if the worship team wants to come back up, what I want to really stress to you guys, and this is—I guess this was a short service—I like it. And and not being too busy gives us time to do stuff like Jaden here, who's got stickers all over his face. I'd do that too, except that my wife would probably drag me out by my collar. Um, but what I want you guys to do today this week is be intentional about slowing down, taking a breath, which I should do when I preach because I talk too fast, um, and just be with Christ, with your family even. Just focus on your family. Um, I get that way. Too busy. Thomas is talking. I'm kind of half paying attention, um, you know, answering questions, but not really listening um, and I have all kinds of opportunity to do that with Thomas because he talks a lot. And I don't know where, he must have got that from Nicole because you can ask my dad. I'd never talked a lot when I was a kid. Um, okay, I did. My dad just looks at Thomas and then looks at me and laughs because he's exactly me at that age. But I want you guys just to focus on slowing down. Um, maybe turn down something that comes up and use that time to get closer to God. Because we're we're all given the same amount of time and it seems like there's so many things trying to chip into that time. Um, maybe you could do a, a tithe with God on time. Try to give God at least ten percent of every day just to focus on Him. Now I know that'd be like almost two and a half hours, but um give give God some time. Whether it's sitting in prayer, whether maybe giving God time is volunteering to do something for His kingdom. But I just want to thank you all for uh listening to me ramble for a few minutes anyway and uh i think i'll close in prayer and we can go in and i think luke's going to come up after the song so if you guys uh just want to pray with me real quick heavenly father i thank you for everything you've done i thank you for this day for this church family and for giving us the opportunity to get together openly to worship you to learn about you and to uh, share you with others. And I pray that as we go out throughout our day and our week that we can uh, put some focus on you, set some time aside to be with you. And just thank you again for everything you've done. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Longing for purity. To worship you in spirit and truth. Only you. Lord, strip it all away. Till only you remain. I'm coming back to my first love only you. You're the reason I sing. The reason I sing. Yes, my heart will sing how I love you. And for Forever I'll sing Yes, my heart will sing How I love you I come with my broken song To you the perfect one To worship you in spirit and truth Only you. Give me a childlike heart. Lead me to where you are. I'm coming back to my first love. Only you. You're the reason I sing the reason I sing. Yes, my heart will sing how I love you. And for And forever I'll sing. Forever. Yes, my heart will sing how I love you. And forever I'll sing. Forever I'll sing. Yes, my heart will sing